The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. You can also uh, hit us up on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. Twitter, at Fred Fowler. If you are, at A.J. is the real. At Aaron is blitzed at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Missed the first hour? All over the place. Had to be reminded it was Wednesday already. Oh, I thought it was Thursday, but it felt like It would have been nice. Yeah. Oh, well. You know what? Sure would have been nice. Tomorrow's another day. A uh, couple things. Jordy on Twitter said that... Uh, he uh, went to Dallas for the first time in 20 years this past weekend for the Astros Rangers. Was very impressed with how much Dallas had changed. Very clean. Hardly any homeless and traffic was nowhere as bad as I remember. Well, right now, traffic is nowhere as bad as you remember anywhere still because not everybody's back out on the roads. It's even as much as I've been whining about we're getting close to pre-COVID traffic in Houston again. We're not. No. It's not close. Um, and... You know, and that stadium, that area out in Arlington where the stadium is, is really nice. I've always liked that area. It's where I would always stay when I'd go to Lone Star Park. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the rest of the city you can have. Who's uh, this? Sent us the Como Se Dice Eater. Sent us the ratings for the last five years. And you know what these ratings tell me? People care less about baseball every single year, no matter who's in the World Series. <laughs> That's all it tells me. Uh, 22 million view- viewers in 2016. 19 million viewers, 17, 14 and 18, 13 and 19, 10 in 2020. Well, and last year's was weird, and it was Tampa. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, there, there's no one going to watch a Tampa series in anything. And no one thought it was going to be competitive. No. Um, yeah, so what that does tell you is that they need something. Now, I, I think from a TV perspective, that would be great. I think people would tune in. But I also don't think the Astros are getting there. So, oh, boy. Can we trade the Astrodome for the Dallas Stars? Oh, yeah. I'm in on that. I'll make that deal. We need to get rid of that thing anyway. Where are you going to put it? Where, where would you put the Astrodome, Dallas? But is it like the... Did they it, knock down Cowboys Stadium? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, they did. Imagine they, they could knock well, down Cowboys it's, Stadium. It's but, in the same area. No, 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 no. Cowboys Stadium is in a different area. than It wasn't in Arlington. Uh, it was in Irving, but it was right, net, it was right next to it, basically. It, it's like you crossed, uh, you crossed one thing and you're there, if I'm not mistaken. But... Um, Wasn't it close to the Cotton Bowl? No, I I don't think so. I mean, it's been a while. Texas Stadium is the name of the old one. Yeah, I don't think it's that far away from where the new one is. It's in a different city, but it's not. I could be wrong about that. 
But I used to go to that thing all the time and, and remember it had the hole in the roof so that God could look down on his cowboys. Yeah. So uh, It was in Irving, which is... It's closer to the airport. I mean, it's a good... It's Yeah, it, it's way closer to Dallas proper than Arlington is. Okay. So it's probably... Um, it's the same highway, though, right? You take... No. No? Okay, why am I confused by it? Because I, I always thought it was closer to the airport. Oh, yeah, well. it's probably because I get lost on the freeways there because they all suck, yeah because so. they're all terrible. Yeah. Uh Lucas, go. Hey, what's going on, guys? Big fan. Uh, I'm still stuck on this Tebow thing. It, it, it's a risk reward thing for me just because I enjoyed him in college. He's a legend, but uh, I don't want to see him get hurt. You know, and what's more likely that Lawrence is going to throw him a pass out? You know, in the flats, and he's going to score a TD, or he's going to get you know, absolutely Hideki Matsuyama running a slant route. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I had. Thanks a bunch, guys. Yeah, I don't I don't worry about football players getting hurt. That's their job. You get hurt for my entertainment. That's part of the game, Bubba. No, it's, I mean, listen, I, I don't worry about Tebow physically. I just don't know if he's good enough. Yeah. Uh, I, you know... Not wanting to see somebody get hurt is is cute and all, but by the same token, it's football. Yeah, and if the guy wants to play, that's his right to risk it. So I, I don't, you know, not, I mean, I don't want my I don't want my sons to get hurt, but I still let them play sports and skateboard and that like, you, yeah, you know, you know the risk that sure uh, something could happen, but you know that's you know, just like driving to work. You know, there's a risk. I mean. I, I don't quite understand. No, I drive to work in reverse, uh, going the wrong way in traffic, which is dangerous. Well, more which, dangerous. But that makes you that makes you the typical Houston driver. But though. I don't wear my seatbelt, and my convertible uh, top is okay. down. And you're always staring at your phone. Yes, actually, that part that part true. is true. So uh, I think they're taking shots every time you say Bubba. So, you know. Everybody in the first hour now, I think everybody's feeling pretty good. Have I said it a lot? Uh, number three. Huh. Yeah, that's that's your Bubba count. Is it three? Well, welcome to Thunderdome, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, now, now you're just going to do it on purpose so they get drunk and all die on us. We don't want them dying off. Not my just problem you're, anymore. Just because you're abandoning Not my problem them. anymore. Uh, man. See, you see, see what I got, I got to work with for another two months? Yep. Guy who doesn't give a rat's ass. Yeah. I'm short time in Bubba. Oh, <laughs> uh, Slope says, "Damn, I'm going to pass out before seven at this pace." Yeah, well, that's uh, you guys created the game. All I did was poke, yeah. No one uh, said do that. All I did was poke the bear here. No one told you to do that. <laughs> it's a bad idea. Because if, if you tell me something that we can control, that's actually a terrible idea. Whoever came up with that? Uh, game. I, I thought it was a good one. God, they're putting it all over like. They were showing on Sports Center how many Dodger fans there were in the crowd. I mean, that that made it even more embarrassing. Weird looking chick talking. That there about. was there was so much so many Dodger fans that it was like that became a a national story. Ugh. Well, I mean, it should be. Really, well, uh, the morning show was saying that Jim Crane was pissed and wanted somebody's head on a plate, basically. Yeah. After that, because they, I mean, these had to be sold. These these were in sections, so they weren't sold all via StubHub. It had to be group buying from somewhere. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know what? 
One of the other persons fired. No, but all if all they had was thirty two K and Astros fans didn't buy those other tickets, guess what? That's what they get. Buy your tickets, Astros. Uh, You know what? If I'm owning the Astros, yeah, it's embarrassing. But I'm also selling them an awful lot of Crawford Bach and things like that. So guess what? I'm making some money when we haven't been making money because the Rona. So, all right, there's another 10,000 seats out there. Where are your Astros fans? That I'll go ahead and put on you guys. So there. Yeah, everybody talks about how much they hate the Dodgers till the Dodgers come to town, then you don't go to the game. That's because they hate them so much. They don't want to see them. Well, the, eh, see? Yeah, I wouldn't want to see them last night either. <laughs> it's also a weekday. People in Houston have jobs. People in L.A. really don't. They just they just afford their uh, their ten thousand dollar a month rent no, by not Instagram having a job. Instagram models and crap. That's a job, Aaron. That's not a real job. Maybe get better looking. You'd figure it out. Yeah, I'll work on that. Maybe influence. How about that? Don't hate on Instagram models getting paid. Listen, if you're if you can do it, God bless you. If you can afford L A rent on a, on an Instagram salary, then you're doing all right. Why is Joe West all over TV today? Uh, he, he's umped like some major milestone, like uh, three thousand uh, games. Or yeah, something. I, isn't he the all-time leader in poorly umped games? No, that's no, that's Angel Hernandez. Hernandez. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought Joe West passed him recently. No, he's second. He's he second. broke the record at five thousand three hundred seventy-six okay. regular season games. Boy, do you? I mean, he's the Lou Gehrig of uh, of umpires who sing bad country western music. Yeah, we, we gotta we gotta we gotta play some. Some of his crap today. That's what we should be doing. That's what we should be doing. We should be playing Joe West songs to celebrate his accomplishment, his achievement. I think my favorite one was the one where he's just talking. That's all of them. And yeah, (laughs) and there's a girl in a a low cut thing here looking at me as I umpire the game. Yeah, (laughs) she ain't looking at you, Joe. Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's. Listen, I write fantasy. It's Joe writes fantasy in his uh, I guess in his songs. It's okay. Uh, someplace said I watched uh, Army of the Dead last night. I've turned the Astros off. Pretty badass. I, I thought it was fun. I mean, if you like it, 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 I mean, it's it's not unique. There's a lot of tropes, but I, I thought it was fun. And a lot of zombie heads getting blown up. Can we trade the Astrodome for Big Tex in the festival? Nah, I don't know if I want Big Tex. I don't want tennis. Oklahoma people here. Go away. Well, I, I don't like Big Tex. Oklahoma people, they can't afford gas to drive all the way here. That's true. Fair enough. So every Red River shootout is going to be just all UT. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Might actually get in the building for once. You never been? No. What? I don't have that kind of money. Oh. I was mm, going sorry. to go about three years ago and then could all of a sudden saw ticket prices because it was a year that was supposed to be even better than normal. And my wife looked at me and said, I know it was supposed to be a birthday present, but we don't have... Twelve hundred dollars just to walk in and stand. Damn, I'm glad I've never had to pay to go to that game. Yeah, I've been probably my new program director will get me a, a press pass. I've been probably a dozen times and never had to buy a ticket. I've actually been as a Amazing. fan. I've been as a fan once, but a friend of mine got me tickets. So that, that's. I mean, I've yeah. been a couple times in the stands. Just yeah. on. That was kind of the, that's the other. I'm telling you, I am gonna miss. Uh, I'm going to miss the the local celebrity aspect of of this job. Like I don't quite have it like uh like John Granado where John Granado's local celebrity basically lets him live the life of a billionaire. I'm not that much of a local celebrity. But 
you know, I, I caught some free meals and some free tickets along the way. And some free and some free drinks and some free drinks that'll be missed. Yeah, well, that's uh, there's trade offs. Sure, you know, you also don't won't have people because you don't like people, and you that's won't have true. To, you won't have to deal with them anymore. Boy, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna know anybody there. It's gonna be so great. It's gonna be so great. Uh, Every listener is gonna tweet at you when they're in town because Vegas is a destination town, and they're gonna want to yeah. hang out. Oh yeah, because they, you. You know, listeners now, I all, every time they tweet me, hey, let's go hang out, I always go no, hang out. No, but they're going to do it more now because you're not on the air for them to listen yeah, to. Yeah, they already know that's not going to happen. Well, you've got the built-in excuse. Hey, sorry, man. I'm too busy with the yeah, podcast. I'm busy. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's a startup, man. It's a new job. Yeah. It's really busy. So, all right. Uh, hey, guys. Father's Day is on the way. You know what would make a great gift? How about a little Four Roses small batch? Uh, any of the great Four Roses products, but the Four Roses Small Batch Bourbon is a great, great gift. And you know what? I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now, if you know my kids, tell them this is what I want for Father's Day, and I will appreciate them. And your father will appreciate you too. And you can do a perfectly balanced top-shelf staple. You can get neat on the rocks or a foundation for your favorite cocktail. And the cool thing is if you go to fourrosesbourbon.com, they've got all sorts of great cocktails there for you. And uh, since 1888... They've been doing this, and Summer Heat was made for Four Roses Small Batch. You can cool down and mellow out, and once again, you can learn more at fourrosesbourbon.com, or just go into any of your specs, any of your liquor stores, and say, hey, man, I want a little Four Roses action. I want to get this for my father for Father's Day and make him happy. Fourrosesbourbon.com, and uh, ask for it wherever you go to get your alcohol. Four Roses Bourbon. Get it today. A memo that the kids had to be 14 years old be bad boys. So a few years later, I'm in uh, Wrigley Field, and this young kid came out to pick up the bats, and he looked like he wasn't quite 14. And uh, This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. The smell of you were listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5 live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we're back on the Blitz. The young and the old, the young and the old cheer for their teams. They cheer for their teams, and as the summer sun shines golden beams down on your fields of green. There might be ground. Quit ruining the song for me, friend. <laughs> oh, this song is game this song is ruined. Uh-oh. It's the a, only sport where you can manage right along with the manager. I no know. other sport can you do that. You uh, can't do it in true. basketball because you don't know what play they call. And in football, as soon as the ball is snapped, everybody's running into each other. But well, in that, baseball, it's all pretty and it's all out there for you to see. It's kind of oversimplifying what football is, is, isn't it? With the clock, yeah. It could last forever. They're just run- as long as you don't get the last out. Uh, yeah, that's sort of the problem with baseball. Of it lasts forever. Four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's a, an Easter V last. We had a rained out game in St. Louis one time. Oh. And there was no place for them to play it except the next day at one o'clock, which happened to be a Monday. So there weren't 2,000 people at the game. So they partitioned it off so that they'd all have box seats. All 2,000 of them were sitting in the box seats between dugouts. Whenever there was a foul ball hit down the line where no people were sitting, 
It looked like a track meet. These people would get it from their seats and run to get the ball. No, that's that's, that's a, funny right there. Yeah, that's a terrible story. Like, yeah, I know. Ball, if you're going to so tell these stories, at least square, and that's what you're supposed to but, do. But you know what? The, at least the music, the music's upbeat. Performance in this sport ever. I don't care who you are, what you do. do. The greatest yeah. players in the world strive to achieve a 300 batting average. That means they fail seven out of ten times. No, really? Is that math? And the last guy that hit 400 is passed away. He's gone. Oh, he's dig gone him up. No more. Dig him up. Wow, way to, way to sour the mood of this <laughs> otherwise really <laughs> upbeat tune. I should have stand saying I could do that. And he can't. <laughs> oh, God. Do you think anyone will ever hit 400 again? Um, He's dead. Right, I know he's that. He's dead. Yeah, I think somebody will. I feel like the best chance would have been Ichiro. And, of course, he's dead. Well, and... and <laughs> I would say prime. He, well, he's dead. He died in a fire. Prime trash can. Altuve could have done it. Yeah, but just didn't have the the right tools to get the job done. That's all. Man, I forgot how bad that was. How do you call that's not country music, by the way? Can we just say that? No, uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of country, but I res- I respect the people who are good at it. And you know what they do? They actually sing. Yeah, and and their stories aren't nearly as boring. Here's one time we were in St. Louis. Oh, oh, here you go. Here's here's the who would be the headliner for a show with Joe West and Jack Easterby. Where's the show at? Uh, well, it's got to be like at uh, Lakewood. Then it's it's Jack Easterby. Okay, okay. Shout out to the fish. <laughs> How much would you pay to not have to go to that? I would want to be there. <laughs> uh, you know, the last person to hit 400, he's dead. And his kids had a big legal battle over his frozen head. Now, that's a hell of a story right there. I remember one time there was a rain out, and then all the people were diving for the foul balls. Now, that same fella that hit 400 with a frozen head, well, he also killed a bunch of Nazis. That's what made him a real special ball player. And then he was reincarnated and played for the Houston Astros. That's true. Kyle Tucker. Uh, he ain't dead, though. He ain't hitting no 400. He ain't hitting 400. He must have lost something between the uh, reincarnation <laughs> there's process. Some, there's something that makes you hit better. Not, not many things that make you hit better than killing Nazis. And that's what Ted Williams did. See, yeah, now I'm getting this Inglorious Bastards vibe from this. Yeah, Ted Williams was out there, you know, with the baseball bat. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. yeah so doing what the Bear Jew did. Although I don't think he would have gone for being called that uh, <laughs> based on what we've heard. But hey, um, apparently 30 teams in the NFL have approval for, for for full crowds in the fall. All right. Only the Broncos and Colts, and they have a, they have a path to it, apparently. So... Are we over? Can can we de- declare us being past the Roni? No. Damn it! Why not? Sorry, we're not quite there yet, mm. but it's getting there. I'm past it, and I'm totally done with it. You, yeah, you, I'm I'm over it too, but I I don't think it's going to go away just yet. Well, if it's over for you and it's over for me, then is it really just over? That's that's kind of the point I'm making. It might be. I'm trying to see, like, uh, 
I'm, I'm trying to figure out if Ted Williams actually did go to war. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know my Ted Williams history as well as I should. I know more about Ty Cobb because they made more movies about him. Ted Williams, I really didn't. No. Which means he was probably either a really good guy or he just wasn't interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I know he got in a bunch of trouble because he was he was drafted and then like his uh I, I guess there were people saying that he shouldn't have been drafted where he was and he should have been like in a, a lower class like a, a a class that was less likely to get drafted but then he got drafted anyway after everybody made him look bad for being a draft dodger but then he got drafted anyway but i don't know if he actually went to war he actually fought in the korean war oh did he oh, okay. yeah so he uh Let's see. He was supposed to serve three years in 1943 in the Marines. Uh, he came back in 46. So he did serve those three years. Went back right, in 46. But, but, he, but did he see action in, the, in, the, in World War II? That's, well, my, that's my question. I don't know. No, I, I, if there's any uh, in, Ted Williams enthusiasts, I'm suddenly very curious about yeah. this. No, because it was 43. He was a commissioned second lieutenant as a naval aviator, May 2nd, 1944. So okay. he didn't get called to active duty until the end of 43. And, and by it, that time... Okay. Uh, it, 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 it was still a war then, though. Yeah, he flew nine combat missions in the Korean War. Yeah. So that's pretty legit. And so... And, and then he came back after that, and I don't know if he hit 400 again after that, but he came back and played ball after that and played pretty well, I know, like won, won an MVP or something. So, okay, so maybe it wasn't killing Nazis that made him so good. It was it was killing Koreans. North Koreans. North Korea, of course. Yeah, let's, let's clarify here. We don't want to offend any of our, our Korean counterparts. Right. Well, I, I mean, I think not everyone here is a history buff. But I think most people know that South Korea is an ally to the United States. North Korea is not an ally to the United States. Well, there you go. Maybe we should have Kyle Tucker on to talk about this. He would know. Yeah. He'd know what Grandpa Ted did. <laughs> let's, uh, let's see what Matt has to say about Grandpa Ted. How come we never saw Ted Williams in MASH? Ooh, that's a, that, yeah. that's a good question. Wouldn't it have been cool if Ted Williams went to play a game of ball with the boys? That would have been real, a real good episode. Those MASH writers should have called me. The only, only MASH episode I remember was when uh, Patrick Swayze was a young soldier and showed up in there. For some reason, it was on the TV. And I go, oh, that's Patrick Swayze. Boy, my dad loved MASH. I have seen every episode of MASH in my time. Uh, hello, Matt. Yeah, I just want to let you know, Ted Williams flew uh, in Korea. He fought the Chinese and the North Koreans, and he was John Glenn's wingman. And the Russians, right? Didn't he fight some Russians over there, too? I no, think the... he didn't fight. Not that they know of, anyway. Okay, I thought... North Korea, Chinese. <laughs> I thought the North Koreans and the Chinese were in cahoots with the Russians in the Korean War. I didn't like any of them back then. In my day, I, in my day we didn't like North Koreans, Chinese, or Russians. We were against all of them back then. Back when I was in the Korean War. I don't like to talk about my service there. 
or Vietnam for that matter. But um, uh, I I don't like to talk about my role in the Revolutionary War, but but you but yeah. you wear the battle scars. I, I had you know <laughs> somewhere I still have the musket to prove it. That's right. You still remember serving under Hannibal Barca, right? Of course, of course he does. Uh, but uh, yeah, my my dad actually was in in the Korean War as well, so. Um, eh, somebody said, not according to Biden, AJ called South Korea the Republic of Korea. Well, listen, Joe Biden, uh, I, I don't know if, I don't know if anybody's noticed this. Joe Biden is very elderly. <laughs> so I don't know that he always yeah, I, I, means I, what he says or says what he means. Um, the, basically the way that probably came out was Koreans. <laughs> That's probably how it came out. Um, and texter says, uh, something to the effect of, uh, sorry, accidentally deleted it said, uh, it was, that's because mash took place during the Vietnam war. No, it didn't. No. Under no circumstance. How, did, how, I, did I not just tell you I saw every episode of mash? Uh, and how can you be that wrong about something? <sighs> yeah. Before you, before you text that, maybe go and actually Google it. And he's like, uh, pretty convinced too. I used to well, maybe you're an idiot for not knowing MASH. That was Vietnam. No, it wasn't. It was the Korean War. And that's pretty racist of you to com- you know, confuse the Vietnamese yeah. and the Koreans. You think Alan Alda would have fought in Vietnam? I don't think so, Bubba. Who was the, who was the blonde woman they all were trying to hook up with? Margaret. Yeah. Uh, she wouldn't have. She wouldn't have fought in. Or she wouldn't have been in Vietnam. She was Hot Lips Houlihan. Yeah. I don't think you can be a Hot Lips anymore either. Well, she was. Yeah, that was back in the day. All right. Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is Heisman's Trophy winner, College Hall of Fame, Billy Sims. And you're listening to ESPN 97.5. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't get it twisted. This rush is mine. Mother start of game. What you heard is what you hearing. What you hearing? What you hearing? Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. So, can I, uh... You gotta mix things up a little bit. And see, I want to ask you guys a question. And I want to see how you compare to the average person. Man or woman. Okay. Um, how long do you think you could survive alone in the wilderness? And, you know, basically. What's the, uh, it's like what's the, the climate? Uh, that's a good question. I think uh, we'll, we'll go with our climate. Oof. What's the, it, what, it, like this time of year? Uh, yeah, this time of year where it's hot. Oof. And what, what supplies do I have? Uh, they basically say. Um, on here, you don't have anything. Okay. Cause, um, cause you could easily get a stick for a weapon. 
Yeah. And if you can start a fire. Yeah. And you can trap rainwater, which guess what? We got plenty of that. But starting a starting a fire is easier said than done, like especially without like flint or something. Yeah, but you 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 did the Eagle Scout thing. You could figure that out. I didn't do an Eagle Scout thing. I did like an army thing. Well, okay, but that, I'm sure I'm different. sure they taught you the same things they did the Eagle Scouts. I did do like a a survival training thing, and I think it was I I, I don't totally remember. I think it was like four or five days. Um. But it was a more like it was a more moderate climate than here. It was at Fort Campbell, Kentucky, so it was it was still hot and humid, but it wasn't like this. It wasn't oppressive, right? Um, well, it's still not oppressive yet, but we're starting to get it. It's now. starting to get there, certainly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd I'd go a week. I'd be all right. Hey, you know what? And I think that that's a stretch. I think I, I maybe a week. You know what? I lied about that. That was that was nineteen twenty year old me. Yeah. I think forty-year-old me might last a day or two. I, I'm, well, I'm would, not it, about that life anymore. But it would, it would take you like four days to starve to death, at least, right? Yeah. So but I'd be I, like, I still I'd, think a week's okay. You'd find something to eat. Yeah. How long would the phone life or the battery on my phone uh, last? Yeah, you don't get to take a phone. I don't have my phone. No. Oh. Well, Aaron, how long do you think you could last? Uh, I'm going to say four or five days. Yeah, that's about the most Probably. I think I could do. Uh, they surveyed two thousand pe- uh, people. And uh, the majority think they can survive for 16 days alone in the wilderness. Mm, okay. Um, however, only 17% feel very confident in their ability to start a fire with Flint. With Flint, is I, I feel very confident. Yeah, I do too. So if we get Flint, they just kind of threw that in there. Suddenly we get Flint. Um, moreover, just 14% feel the same about their ab- ability to identify edible plants or berries in nature. Now that I can do, because I, I I don't remember a lot, but I did 4-H for a bunch of years, and we learned all that stuff, what you could eat, what you couldn't, especially in this area. So like I can spot stuff that I'm not supposed to eat. Especially I've watched enough Survivor, I think I could do a week. <laughs> but Survivor, there's a bunch of other people, and they give you rice and stuff. Rice and? Rice oh. and stuff. See, now that would be a Survivor I would watch. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody has rice and... and is killing off all the others. And whoever whoever survives, then they win everything. I like it. I mean, they do these on foreign islands, right? It's probably legal there yeah. to kill people. So, oh, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Boy, I think, I think people think more highly of themselves. And I and like I spent a lot of, well, really all of us in different ways spent a lot of time doing outdoor stuff. I mean, I go camping all the time. If you give me camping stuff, I can I can last a long time. Well, the question is is when you frame when you frame it, are we saying you're going to be dropped in the middle of the woods, you get to go as many days as you can, and once you tap out, you're done, or you are literally doing this until you die and there is nobody coming for you? Because was, when human uh, when you when as a human, when you realize I have to do this or I die, you are much more likely to dig deep and find a way to survive. That's nature. Well, not everybody. I I could see some people being out there going, "Oh, what? I can't be on Instagram. I give up. I'm going to die." <laughs> no, I I agree with that. It, it's it's how long can you do it before you tap out versus how long? Yeah, if, if you it's had a tap out thing. Four days for me. If you're telling me I'm out there and I, I either survive or die, I think I could go longer than that hmm. because just it would force I would force myself to. I it, and somebody says. 
16 days in the wilderness with no beer. Bleep that. Yeah, I would have to, somewhere along the line, I'd have to figure out how to mix up some moonshine. You know, I, that would, that would cre- increase my survival quite a bit or decrease it because I'd pass out and get eaten by wolves. Just depends on what direction you want to go. Uh, so how many days can you survive in East Texas, Fred? Well, there's a really good restaurant and a bar right near my place. So yeah, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> I think I can last. Uh, but yeah, I, I need, I need this rain to stop. So, and Southside group, it says 16 days, my ass. They think watching naked and afraid makes them survivalists. And somebody's saying like those people only make it like 48 hours. Larry Dave says you can go three days without water. Usually I think seven days without consuming actual food. Mm, I can only go one day without consuming moonshine. So, um, that would probably be it. That, that, that would be the deal breaker for me. So, I don't know why people think that. Oh, yeah, 16 days. I mean. Easier said than done. Yeah. But it's also the same people who think they can win a fight with a bear. Uh, well, uh, they could. They can beat a goose. We've, we've been <laughs> over this. We went through all of these. An average unarmed person would be a slight favorite over a goose. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, doesn't mean you're going to win. But you've got a shot. Yeah, I, I still think if I'm if I'm going to to try to win something at a big number, I'm taking on the I'm taking on the cobra. Because if you can stomp his head, you think? Yeah, because if I can just avoid getting bit, which you know, easier said than easier done. said than done. But if I can distract him with a stick or something, no, you don't have a stick. This is hand to hand combat. I mean, there might be a stick lying around. Well, we're not in a, we're not in an octagon, AJ. We're probably in his natural habitat, which means there'll be a stick. All right. I won't hit him with the stick. I'll distract him with Isn't the stick. Isn't the natural habitat yeah. of a cobra like the desert? Uh, I don't know. It depends on the cobra. And then you pick up a cactus, and then you, you're like, oh, you're starting to pull the needles out of your hand, and then the cobra mm. bites you. All right, so no stick. I, I still I would distract him with one hand, and when he went after that hand, I'd dive in and try to grab him by the neck and snap his little neck in half. I What I would do is I would put my boots on my hands and fight him with boot hands. I don't think you get boots. If I can't have a stick, you can't have boots. It's part of my clothing. No, no, it's not because that boots are easy. You just you hold one up and you let him bite the heel because he's not going to get through it and then you just crush his head. That's too yeah. easy. No, no, no. You gotta, what, are you naked fighting? No, you can have clothes, but you can't have boots because you crush him with boots. What other kind of shoes would you be wearing? Well, whatever shoes you're wearing, you, you're not supposed to have shoes. I don't wearing see, boots. I know, but the Cobra doesn't have shoes. The Cobra doesn't have underwear. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't fight in your underwear? I, th- I think I want you fighting in your underwear. I don't want to see anything. But no, you can't have boots. I mean, that's, that's shoes. Not, not, gotta, a, not if you can use it as a weapon. So you don't want me to wear flip-flops? Uh, well, you, well, you can't really use flip-flops as a weapon against the Cobra because the Cobra would probably destroy it. I know, but you don't like when I wear flip-flops. But now I wear boots pretty much every day. And you're uh, like, no, you can't wear boots. Not in a fight. With a cobra, this is a different situation. It's one thing to show up here and say, oh, look at my fat feet. Is it's that an- absurd, Aaron, that he's trying no. to change the rules after I gave him my boot hand strategy? No. I mean, it's kind of crazy, right? It's crazy to change the rules. It's just, again, the question of the task is, are you dropped in? Where is it like the movie when they did the Predators where they abducted everybody and put them on the planet? When they took all those B-list stars and put them there. Is it AJ's walking or sitting in his office... And they just absorb you yes. and put you in the middle of the woods. Or do they 
get you out of bed naked in the middle of the night and then throw you out there and just go, hey, you're on your own. Or do they say, hey, you got five minutes, get ready to fight the Cobra. No, it's whatever you're sitting around. When you have the conversation, whatever's on you is on you. Because then, I mean, I carry my knife on me everywhere I go. Well, so do I, think I, I, but that's, that's not a fair fight. An advantage. It said unarmed No human. weapons. Unarmed. You can't use a knife. It's a tool, not a weapon. Uh, if you're using it as a weapon, it's just like the boot is a tool. A boot you is, can't be is using clothing. It. No, it's not. Because that, that gives you an advantage. What kind of shoes would you have me wear then? Well, but if you just hold your boot up, the thing can sit there and snap and snap and snap until it digs in into your heel, and then you can just kill them. That's the strategy of boot hands. I know, and it's 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 not fair because I can't have a stick to distract him with. Yet you can put boots on your hands. Maybe you should have worn boots today. Uh, maybe maybe I should have, but you know what? I'm not wearing them in there. Neither are you. So there. I'm wearing them. That's what I wear. Ugh. In fact, that's honestly why I wear boots more often than it, not. In it, case I'm in that position. It, well. Somebody said Fred's faster than a cobra. LL. No, I'm not faster than a cobra. That's why I'm just saying. I'm I'm still a significant underdog here. I'm like plus seven fifty at least, maybe plus a thousand. So if I'm just, but if there's one animal that I think I would have a puncher's chance at, it, it would be that one. But Man, I, I still would lose. I mean, but I I think I have a chance against that. Not a bear. I'm not taking on a bear. I saw some lady, uh, and it said in the tweet, it said this bear is alive. They like they had tagged and uh and um sedated it. But she was holding up the bear's paw, and it's like it's the size of a large pizza. Like just just imagine fighting something whose hands have razor sharp claws, and they're the size of a freaking large pizza. Just waving them at you, like you cannot beat a bear. You cannot mm, beat it. You uh... can survive a bear, but you ain't beating a bear in a hand to hand combat situation. Like if you, maybe the bear decides, okay, he's dead enough. I'm out of here. But unless you have a weapon, you are not defeating the bear. What's that movie with uh, uh, Tom that, Hardy? Shake that bear? No, with Tom oh. Hardy. The Revenant. The Revenant. He had a weapon, right? He shot the bear. I think. So. I, don't I don't remember. remember. I think he shot the bear. But without shooting the bear, you you will never ever win. Man. I wish I could be reincarnated as a bear. That's why American Indians hunted in packs when they had to go take on bears and yeah. wolves and stuff. They threw spears at them. Guess what? And arrows. You're the one who has to get closest enough and draw them out. Well, it was nice knowing you. We'll take that care of your kid. That sucks for you, man. <sighs> I would never fight a bear, See, ever. Especially I would take off my belt. See, now, can't, you can't use your belt in a fight with a cobra. Why? If you're wearing a belt. <laughs> no. Are see, you wearing a belt today? Oh, uh, yeah, I am. Okay. Use it. No. No, I, it's supposed to be natural. Are you, you worried that your your pants would fall down? Well, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean, sorry. Yeah, and then then my snake gets bit by. It. Never mind. Uh, and we're talking about uh, the survivor thing. And Southside Grooving says, "Any massage therapists out there with me?" Yes, you get to pick two of uh, Deshaun's who were down with it and take them with you. Could Ngano beat a bear? No claws, five percent of the time. No. No. A bear a, still has teeth. Uh, yeah. And honestly, even if a bear didn't have teeth, he could still kill you with no teeth and no claws. That's how strong they are. But, I mean, the teeth does make it a lot easier for them to kill you. All right. Quick break. It's a blitz. Rule change. ESPN 97.5, 92.5. I can take a hit. If we die, it's fine. We live for 
My name is Bob Lee, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we're back on the Blitz. Hockey dance. No offense, Fred, but at your elderly age, a teddy bear could kill you. Only if he's animated like Ted. <laughs> yeah, he might be able to beat my ass. But uh, Tyler was saying he was he was trying to text us earlier, but. He was talking about since he's had an iPhone, what's the longest he's gone without a phone? And he said the longest he's gone without a phone was when he had to give it up to watch Endgame. I, I, I think the longest I've gone without mine was about two months ago. We were uh, going out to steak night, and I left my phone in the car. Because you know, a lot of times when I'm, I'm trying to beat traffic, I'll put ways in, and, and then I'll just kind of put it in the little thing in the car. And I totally forgot about it. And I get over to the restaurant and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. And I made it like 40 minutes before I started asking people to check scores on their phone for me. My phone got stolen in Vegas one time. And I went about, I'd say probably about 18 hours with no phone at all. And then I got a, like a little burner phone. It was one of those you had to like, you had to tap seven three times to get an S, and then you had to wait a second, and then t- like it was it was terrible, terrible. Uh, I don't know how long I could like, and I've I've had to give up my phone for concerts and and comedy shows and stuff a few times, but yeah, I, I don't I don't go long without it. All right, let's do a uh, Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the gym of the day. The Zadok Jeweler gym of the day. All right. Uh, we've talked a lot about animals this week. And uh, yeah, if you're at a zoo, what's the, what's the last thing you want to... You don't want the alligators to escape. Well, you don't want alligators to escape. You don't want to be climbing into mess with the bears or the harambes or anything else, right? Right. Well... A woman in El Paso, Texas, enters the spider monkey exhibit at the El Paso Zoo. I'm coming at you like a spider monkey. Yep. Chip. And uh, the woman is standing under a waterfall and feeding the animals Cheetos. Hot Cheetos, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah. So she basically jumps over and starts feeding them. The uh, zoo director called the woman stupid and lucky for the stunt. So this young lady decided to hop a fence, climb through some bushes, drop down into a four-foot-deep moat, walk across the moat, and then try to feed the spider monkeys. It was stupid. Um, the zookeeper said the woman put herself in danger. In addition, the spider monkeys were threatened since they eat a strict diet. They added the monkeys could get infected with COVID-19 from the trespasser. That might be a bit much. Maybe. Uh, so these are primates we're talking about. They could do some substantial damage to you. They may be small monkeys, but they can take you to the ground if they wanted to. Now, the picture I saw this woman, she's not a very big woman. So, uh, I, I, so again, just to kind of follow the theme, angry spider monkeys versus smallish dumb woman. I'm going to go spider monkey. Yeah. 
And, Same. Uh, yeah. So uh, the they're going to raise the height of the fence now. But uh, the woman identified as Lucy Ray has reportedly been fired from her job at the Lovett Law Firm. Said, we learned this morning that the individual who was filmed trespassing in the spider monkey enclosure of the El Paso Zoo was an employee of Lovett Law Firm. She has been terminated. Well, the firm has always been a strong, wise guys. strong supporter of animals and animal advocacy. We absolutely do not condone this irresponsible and reckless behavior. We support the El Paso Zoo, and our thoughts go out to the spider monkeys, Libby and Sunday, and hope that they will recover from this very traumatic experience. Our thoughts go out to the monkeys. I don't know if that's better than shout out to the fish. Shout out to the fish. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I, now I need to find a way to splice it together. Oh, but yeah, it's just a statement. But uh, our thoughts go out to the spider monkeys. Well, I mean, honestly, I would have fired her too. You don't want to. You don't have a stupid person working for you. Yeah, and, and that's I, just a stupid person. Yeah, yeah. Once you sh- once someone shows themselves to be an idiot, it's best you just cut ties. Well especially if everybody knows who they are and they're looking at your website like if somebody you know let's 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 just randomly pick somebody like if joel did something like that joel would never do that well he'd be protecting them from her that's right so that's that's what would happen like if if uh this woman jumped into a spider monkey enclosure i think joel would jump in to capture her and get her out of there i think he'd fight the woman i don't think he'd fight her not physically but he he would uh pepper spray her yeah pepper sprayer and then lead her out of the enclosure and protect the animals that's right because who's going to advocate for the animals if he doesn't well apparently this law firm because their thoughts go out to the spider monkey i can't believe they really put in a statement our thoughts go out to the spider monkeys <laughs> do, they, uh, do you think they meant that like uh as a joke or well, do you think that's real? Mm, I kind of think it's real because, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to be a little funny, but also, I mean, it's a law firm. Well, yeah. <laughs> how, how funny are they? Yeah, exactly. Uh, apparently, in March, parents gave their children access to the chimpanzee exhibit at the El Paso Zoo. Uh, you, you can't do these things. And, I mean, just... As the story points out, remember Harambe. Remember Harambe. Harambe lost his life, so we would stop doing this. Hmm. And no one respects that anymore. He, he died for the sins of people like this. Honestly, I don't know. I, I honestly think some people have forgotten Harambe and well, his sad story. Well, isn't this like this week like the five-year anniversary, which makes this even worse? I think it's tomorrow or Friday. Uh, it's five he's years. Oh, he's not in deaths? No, so five this years week. since Harambe. <sighs> R.I.P., brother. Mm. Yeah, Friday. Honestly, Harambe was probably my favorite primate. <coughs> Maybe my favorite hi- historical primate, honestly. Unless Curious George counts. I liked him a lot when I was young. Uh, what about the what about the gorilla in Trading Places? No. Oh, what's that movie with uh with the orangutan? Uh, the Clint Eastwood movies, yeah, uh, yeah, every which way but lose, yeah, yeah, any like, which way you can. I like Clyde, that, I like Clyde. That I like that monkey or that orangutan. I hate to, uh, I don't want to just, 
you know, categorize all monkeys as monkeys. Yeah, that's pretty racist. I know. I, that's why. I, uh, that's and why I, is yeah. That's why I stopped myself. Right? And that, and that's why I'm I'm pro spider monkey. Little disappointed that these spider monkeys sold out for Cheetos. In, instead of defending, do their, you think the che- were they hot Cheetos or regular they were hot Cheetos? Cheetos? Yeah. No monkey's going to stop attacking a person for regular ass Cheetos. Uh, getting a lot of King Kong references, but yeah. I, I, I hate to tell you this. King Kong's a fictional character. Harambe was real. It's true. Harambe was as real as AJ. And his memory and, should still be real and you know to what? some of you, and it's just not. Just like that's, AJ's that's about to be, he's gone. Mm. And he's not coming back. I'm, I could eventually come back. We won't cheer. Well, not to talk to this show. <laughs> go work yeah, at, you, you, I'd, I'd go work at 790. Oh, boy. Yeah. That that would just be awful. It would be awful. I'm just kidding. I would never do that. Oh. I was like, what the hell is this? And I forgot oh, yeah. we were playing Joe West today. He's in good spirits, but he's going to die. to Joe West throughout the rest of the show. So terrible. On and off. On and off. We don't want to go all the way on because it's too much. So he went up to the end. He, he had a good sense of humor. Oh, yeah, he, he had a good sense of humor. He passed away that year before I got to work the oh, first World Series. But it's really depressing. I'm sure he had a good seat. Uh, no, I'm sure he didn't. Baseball's like a big city. Everybody has a little job to do. Is it? Whether it be the bat boy picking up the bats, and the ball boy has to keep baseballs in the umpire's pocket. So when baseball's like a big city. Play, it moves slow as bleed. Wait a minute. I, I think we may have caught on to something with a ball boy putting balls in the umpire's pockets. Television announcers. Uh, he might be admitting to something here. Group of people that can actually play this game for you on the radio. I mean the whole game. They can announce a game and tell you what's going on, and you can see it in your mind by listening to the radio. No, I can't. Scully's described plays at Dodger Stadium. Terry Callis has done it for the Phillies. Mike Shannon and Jack Buck worked together for the Cardinals. Well, Harry Carey, he announced for the Cardinals and the Cubs and the White Sox. I can't take this anymore. Yeah. 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 God, Quick break. Awful. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Yankees. The Astros had Dwayne Stats and Milo. ESPN 97.5.